Welcome to the playground. I am your host, Eddie Flewellen. And as with all my guests, I'm truly honored to have leader, guitarist of the 80s band, Climax. <laughs> yes, Cheryl, thank you so much, Cheryl. Cheryl, thank you so much for being here. Really appreciate it. Oh, sure. Thanks awesome, awesome. Me. Awesome, awesome. Never under, underestimate the power of a woman. I love that. And that truly is the case here with Cheryl, with everything that the band has gone through over the years and the successes and, and all that. And that Cheryl is still here and she's got like a new climax band and she's put, she's pushing it through. I love it. Yeah. I, you know, I'm, I'm very passionate about continuing the climax legacy, the climax music, you know, the, the audience, the fans keep showing up and I'm gonna keep showing up. I love it. I love it. That's great. That's great. Um, in case I'm sure nobody forgot the songs, but you know, ladies room. Yeah. Meeting, meeting in the, the ladies, ladies room. room. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the men all pause and my personal favorite. I miss you. I miss you. Uh, uh. Don't make me. Oh, don't make. Oh, okay. Let me stop. Let me stop. <laughs> the thing I really appreciated about, about Climax, first of all, all lady band, everybody played all musicians. But the thing that was like truly, truly inspiring was the fact that you guys didn't play at it. You guys were truly instrumentalists. You were, you were musicians, you played, you know? So how was, you know, first of all, let, let's go back to your very, to the very beginning. Like I'm all over the place here because I'm, I'm loving this right That's now. That's okay. So. <laughs> so let's go back to your beginning. Cause um, I'm, I'm more, one, I want to focus more on you um, your beginning, your musicianship, I mean, your whole career. Um, the climax story, you know, it's been told a thousand times. So I want to focus on Cheryl, you know, okay. if, if that's okay with you. Yeah. Okay. So let's go back to your beginning. Okay. Um, I did read as far as like uh, the, the toy guitar every other Christmas. So the timing for this interview is appropriate. <laughs> this being the holiday and all that. So please, let's go back to that. Or even if you want to go before, I saw two years old. Is that true? No, not two. But you know, I mean, hey, I saw some pictures, uh, you know, family pictures, Christmases. I mean, yeah, every other Christmas I got a toy guitar. Did uh, you? The earliest one I saw was four years old. So, okay. Okay. Uh, you know, of course, I got one at six and an eight and then um it really was every other year yeah oh yeah okay. mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> so did that just happen to work out that way or was that like a plan okay we're going to get one this year and then next year no okay the year after that well you know i think my my parents were trying to give me a variety of things uh, uh under the tree you know they were mm -hmm. very good to me at christmas and stuff mm -hmm. and you know i always had a, a you know a lot of gifts and stuff uh, mm -hmm. you know i mean that there was just uh, my sister and I, and, and you know, I, I, that's the only sibling I have is my sister who was 16 years older than I am. Oh, okay. And so, she, you know, she was kind of gone when I was kind of coming up. So, you know, my parents were like, okay, now let's just give her everything for Christmas. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> it's funny. I can, I can identify with that, that generational gap because I have a, I was 16 years, 16 years old when I picked up the trombone and my mm -hmm. sister was being born. So we have like that 16 year gap between the both of us as well. Yeah. Shout out to Joy, by the way. Anyway. <laughs> My sister Joy. So anyway. <laughs> so, uh, you know, n nobody in my family was a musician. So, I mean, we all have our own individual talents. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, it just so happened when I was 10, my parents moved to Los Angeles from Chicago. And the reason why they moved is because my father was a welder, a crane operator. And um, my, my mother's brother, my uncle told him, hey, you know, if you move to California, you can work all year round because, you know, in Chicago, when it snows, oh. of course, you know, the workload goes down or whatever. Mm. So, uh, you know, we, we packed up the family and, and mm. moved to California. And mm. uh, uh, I, um, uh, you know, started school and everything and, uh, you know, trying to get used to it. You know, because California was a whole different mentality than Chicago. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! And you do you remember how? Do you remember how old you were at that move? I was ten. You know, you were ten. So it was oh like wow! You couldn't okay. explain that to a ten-year-old. You know, so it was right. like a severe culture shock. Exactly. And I'm going to say, even as of today, I mean, there's still some things I'm, you know, still kind of jolted with. <laughs> and, you know, just an inner kind of thing. You know. Uh -huh. uh, but anyway, uh, it just so happened uh, uh, the the year that. Um, 
we moved to California, my parents got me a guitar because the one I had was left in Chicago. So I got a new oh. guitar once we got to California. Okay. Now this and, is a working guitar, not a toy guitar, right? Now this one actually had a little amplifier. So uh -oh, I really uh -oh. thought I, <laughs> I thought I was like, Whoa. uh oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you're truly excited. Oh, I'm yeah, a pro yeah. now. I got an amp. <laughs> right. So you know, uh, getting back to my sister, who was very uh, you know important in this part, uh, she was married to a jazz musician by the name of Hubert Laws. Oh yes. Yeah, and so mm -hmm. he was on tour with Mongo Santa Maria, if you remember him, oh, uh, the uh, Cuban mm -hmm. artist. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, they kind of stopped by my parents' house, you know, to stay mm -hmm. overnight because they were on tour. And I was uh, excited because Hubert had a guitar, even though he's a you know a flautist. Right, right. right. Uh, he mm -hmm. also mm -hmm. had a guitar, so I was mm -hmm. like, oh, I got a guitar too. So you know, I ran and got my guitar. And I'm just gonna say it was fate, the universe, God, whatever your belief system is. is. Mm -hmm. My guitar was accidentally tuned to a TV a TV theme song called Secret Agent Man, and I'm just oh, playing man. it. Yeah. Are you serious? And so my sister just like jumped up and said, "Hey, why don't we get Cheryl some guitar lessons?" So that you know, they got me some guitar lessons for about a month to see if I was going to like it. But again, there's no, I don't have any other sibling at home, so the guitar is like my playmate. Mm -hmm. hey, mm -hmm. You know, I got mm -hmm. something to mm -hmm. do. Uh -huh. So you know, I took guitar lessons. Um, you know, starting at uh, uh, at age eleven. And now, I, now, did Hubert teach you? Was it was he your no, teacher? Uh, Hubert okay. didn't teach me. Okay. Uh, you know, but you know, when I would go visit with them in New York, he'd let me kind of tootle around with his guitar. Mm -hmm. You know, so it wasn't like it was like an off limits thing. That just right. wasn't his thing, you know, was uh -huh. playing guitar. But, you know, he, sh he would show me a few things. But, um, you mm -hmm. know, I, I took formal guitar lessons and then I went on to study music in, in school. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, of course, uh, learning uh, uh, theory and um, I, I was in the orchestra and the marching band. In. Now, in the marching band, here's really was interesting. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Because I was, uh, I was, I went to Crenshaw High, and uh -huh. at the time, it was a new school that, uh, you know, didn't really have, you know, how do I say the the uh, goings on like some mm -hmm. of the other schools that had been around. So we had just gotten some new marching band uniforms. Now let me let me go back. You said Crenshaw was a new school at the time. Yeah. Uh -huh. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah, at the right. time. So. Uh, the since I was an orchestra, what they did was they offered all the music students, uh, you know, taking a class, you know, if you uh, want to march, you know, for like for the football games and put on a uniform. And even if you're just holding an instrument, that could be part of your PE credit, your physical education credit. Oh, wow. So, you know, I was like, yeah, you know, I just put on a uniform and go march and right. play tambourine. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Okay. Hey, it's all but part you, of my journey. What can I say? You were a good tambourine player. You were all in, right? Yeah, because at the time we were playing the uh, the marching band was you know sometimes we played TV shows in the you know football game uh, halftime. So we mm -hmm. were playing the song Shaft. So think oh. about it. you know Shaft has got that little uh -huh. you know yep. hat -hat yep. thing. So yep. I'm like, Redless <laughs> Terry. Now did you go all in? Were you like all of us? <laughs> I didn't do all of that. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, but marching band, you got to get your head, you got to get those knees up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh -huh. I enjoyed it, sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, that that was my my that PE credit was the uh, being in the uh, band, uh, you know, with the uniform and all every football wow. game. So wow. you know, even from that, uh, I I have to say I learned seventy five percent of my theory and writing skills from from school from mm. from Crenshaw High at the mm -hmm. time mm -hmm. uh you know my I, I absorbed all of that just you know I just couldn't get enough learning I couldn't get enough learning I mean to Excellent. the point where the teacher was like look uh -huh. uh, come at lunchtime I'll show you some wow. more <laughs> wow wow I can totally relate to your story because it was the same thing with me as far as trombone right. and all this stuff I was in the marching band and all that yeah. and it was the same I mean I learned a lot most of the stuff right there in high school and yeah. you have to have a teacher that recognizes that, you know, they know you want this or they're going to be all in with you. So. Yeah, I mean, he, I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't have any communication with him today, but I mean, mm -hmm. I just owe him so much to what I, I learned because uh, by the time I got to my senior year, I was actually writing musical arrangements for the marching band for the football games. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, I wrote, uh, I, I would tell the class, well, tell me what song you want on the radio and I'll write out the parts, you know. What? And we were playing it, you know, once a week, we were playing some song off the radio. I mean, uh -huh. I mean, my teacher would give me that, 
that leeway to try uh -huh. it out. And, and, you know, and of course there were times when, you know, I didn't write the parts right. When I mean write them right is that I had to oh, learn right. for a marching right. band, the most important instruments are the brass mm -hmm. and the percussion. <laughs> That's all you're going to hear. So, you know, trying to play all these little cute harmonies with the wood woodwind, they're not going to mm -hmm. be heard. Right. So I had to learn that, of course. Mm -hmm. But it gave me such a groundwork for things to come in my life. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. you know playing guitar uh you know i have to say i just i knew that i knew that i knew that i knew that i wanted to be a star a recording artist i just mm, i nice. just knew that that's what i wanted to do mm -hmm. and funny thing is um when i had started playing guitar or i could have even been uh you know right before i started learning to play guitar i'm not really sure because i saw guitar players on tv mm -hmm, but I, mm -hmm. I had this dream daymare mm -hmm. nightmare i don't know vision whatever you want to call it <laughs> And I saw myself, yeah, you know, I saw Daymare, myself. Nightmare. I love it. Right, exactly. Uh, <laughs> I, I saw myself on stage playing guitar. The lights were going, the music was going, the crowd was going. I'm playing this guitar and I'm getting ready to step up to the microphone and sing, you know, sing my first note. And all of a sudden I just stop and I look at the band to my right. This is my right over <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> and I noticed that there's something a little odd about the band, but it's not bad. It's just like, oh, that's interesting. And then uh -huh. I just go on to sing my note and play, you know, play the show. You now, know, now of before the dream ended right there, it was like, I'm going to show you what you're getting ready to do. Look at the band. Can't tell what it is. Oh well, here's what's what you're gonna do in your life. Okay. Well, fast forward, oh, I don't know, 15 years maybe. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, you know, climax is performing at the Olympic Auditorium in downtown Los Angeles. The uh -huh. lights are gone. The music is gone. I'm playing guitar. The, the crowd is screaming. And all of a sudden, it's like, oh, my God, I'm feeling the dream. This is the mm -hmm. dream. What do you call it? Deja vu. Mm -hmm. And so I mm -hmm. said, I have to see what it was to my right that I couldn't comprehend in the dream. I looked over to my right, and it's like, oh, it's an all-female band. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And at the time that you had this dream, you didn't know what it was. I mean, you, mm -mm. there was something there, but that, that it was that important enough to where you knew yeah. that I got to remember this. I mean, that's wow. Yeah. I, I don't, I, you know, I don't know if I thought I have to remember it, but it was just, just it felt so real. It right. just, you know, it's something right. about when you have those kind of whatever visions, mm -hmm. <laughs> I would mm -hmm. call it. It stays just, with you. It just implants it, it, it encodes in your beingness. Exactly. So once I felt that feeling again, you know, as they call it deja vu, mm -hmm. then it was like, okay, what was it I didn't see? What was it I couldn't understand? And sure enough, it was like, everything was the same. The, the, and you know, the Olympic auditorium, I mean, it was like, oh, right. I, I would never thought, oh, I'm gonna play at the Olympic. Right. I mean, it was oh, right, not one right, of those right, kind of venues, right, you know? Right, right. But at that moment, did you recognize that at that moment that oh, I, remember, I remember this? Yes, I knew exactly. I was like, oh, that's what it was in the dream that I couldn't understand. So, you know, it was like, I, whatever, the universe, fate just had the path mm -hmm. for me to follow. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know and there i was you know actually living my dream as they call it i was right <laughs> right right and an all-female and an all-female band and like i said and this this when when climax was huge this is like in the 80s right yeah. where mm -hmm. you had like the female vocal groups and all that and that that was happening they were huge also but an all-female band right. now now I, I saw where it said r&b on all r&b funk band or all r&b an all-female r&b funk band was it just that genre or is that is that all 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 encompassing i mean i don't remember seeing an all-female band no matter what the genre of music music was well you know as, as the statement actually is is that climax is still the only r b all-female band that has charted on billboards okay so oh, you know there okay. yeah there were a few uh female rock bands before us there was also the pop band the go-go's they were you know they were okay, kind of at the right. same time you're right okay but as far you're as right. r b as far as funk music i mean climax mm -hmm. is the only one that's charted on billboards mm -hmm. there's been no mm -hmm. other you know uh, uh, only female bands right yeah 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 wow <laughs> yeah wow how did that oh, feel oh. to you i mean when you recognize that i mean even to this day i mean that you that's yours you own yeah. that yeah 
I mean, you know, there, there, I'm not saying that there's not other female bands out there. I mean, you, you know, could go to a club and see a female band. I mean, I, oh, right, 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 you right, know, right. But as right. far as actually charting on Billboard, R&B, mm -hmm. Climax is the only one. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Let's go back, go back to uh, to the beginning as far as like guitar and all that. Yeah. And you're, you're, you're recognizing that, you know, hey, you know, I got something here. I'm, right. I'm loving this. Right. So like I'm I said, I, I learned all these writing skills and arranging right. skills I'm, in high school. And I went on to uh, Los Angeles City College. Now at mm -hmm. the time, uh, it was the only college that had a curriculum in commercial music. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to learn classical, you know, mm. I wanted to learn commercial and commercial music for those who don't know is like, you know, uh, music you hear on the radio, R&B, mm -hmm. pop, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. you know, uh, even music uh, that's on TV theme songs will be right. co considered commercial. Mm -hmm. So um, that Which, was by the way, real, real fast. I want to get this mm -hmm. in. You said that you uh, 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 Secret Agent Man, the TV show. Yeah. <laughs> no way I'm back. I'm totally dating myself, but yes, yeah, I remember that. Wait, wait, wait. No, this is how you say it. You know, the reruns. Uh, <laughs> right? Yeah, right? I right. Right. You know, hey, all I know is it sounded like that. I've heard this song before. Look right, right. Rock guitar, killer guitar. I mean, the rock song, not secret. Agent man, secret. Oh, I remember. I remember that one. So, boy, did you pick one. <laughs> so... So, so now, um, oh, where was I? Um, I was, yeah, on, the, on the commercial, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, okay, I'm sorry. so I, I went to Los Angeles City College because that was the only college in Los Angeles or in California. Or I should say it was the only college that I didn't have to, you know, go away to college for because I wasn't mm -hmm. going to leave home. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. And you knew that right so, off the bat. And of yeah. course, you're in, you're in LA. I mean, where else is there to go? Well, yeah, you know, but remember, a, a curriculum and commercial music was brand new at that time. So since Los Angeles City College was in Hollywood, mm -hmm. what better place to, you know, try a, a you know, a, a new curriculum in, in music would, you know, would be there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, of course they taught the whole, um, uh, how do I say, the uh, theory or platform of how to harmonize using big band charts or using mm -hmm. big band uh, music arrangements, you know, so you can learn harmony and how to put the strings together, how to put the horns right. together. And, you know, right. at, at the time, I, you know, I may not have been the only girl black, you know, mm -hmm. I may not have, but mm -hmm. I, there wasn't very many of us, if mm -hmm. there right. was any. Right. So my, I'll have to say my teachers were not so, hmm, how do I say it, warm about mm -hmm. <laughs> Ah, yes. <laughs> but I, if you remember, I had a high school teacher that taught me everything I could absorb. Mm -hmm. So when I would go to class and I'd have these tests and I, you know, would would pass them or do them, it was like, ah, oh, she did it again. How mm -hmm. do we discourage this girl? I mean, they would teachers would even say, well, you know, don't think you're gonna have a career in music. You better find something you can fall back on. They were not encouraging wow. at all, not just to me, but to the students. And mm -hmm. I get it, you know, mm -hmm. you don't want to get out there and be a starving musician, but. Mm -hmm. Let me decide that. Don't Thank just you. program into me that I'm not Thank going you. to make it, right? Mm -hmm. So, I mm -hmm. mean, I can remember specifically this one class where, uh, you know, we had to harmonize and this one particular song, I mean, and the teacher was going to play it on the piano. And if it, any parts of it weren't right, he would say, you know, uh, you know, this, this student should have done da-da-da-da-da-da. You know, he didn't say the person's name because he didn't want to embarrass them, right? But mm -hmm. if you did it right, he would say, oh, this sounds great. And this was written by so-and-so and so-and-so. Wow. So of course, he gets to mind. He doesn't read the name first. And he plays it. And he's, because, you know, I, I, my mind is like, um, I don't want to say jazz, but I'm thinking R&B. I'm thinking the harmonies of R&B. And I give you, there, there's a song called No Name Bar on the Shaft album. <laughs> <laughs> that was my, that was my go-to song. I mean, it had all that had the funk it had the harmony it had the you know it just had everything in that arrangement so mm -hmm. that's my mindset so he's playing this song that i have and he goes oh this is great this is what i need all of you to sound like and this piece was written by well let me go on to the next one. Oh wow <laughs> really <laughs> but it was too late i knew uh, it was mine i knew mm -hmm. what he said i didn't care if he said my name or not because mm -hmm. the only thing Cheryl Cooley knew that she was gonna make it in music. Right, right, right. And, I, and he right. had given me my validation right there. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And that's something that you pushed through. I mean, regardless and all that, and you you kind of, you knew what was going on at the time, but that yeah, you pushed you, through you regardless. You can't let other people's fears discourage you. And that's Thank really what you. it is. People, your family, your teachers, your friends, a lot of times they're discouraging you because of their fears, not mm-hmm. your fears. Excuse and I tell me. people that all the time, you know, well, you know, my aunt Sally said I didn't da 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 da. I said, yeah, because she's afraid for you that mm-hmm. you might not do this or, or create this or succeed at this. That mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily mean you have to believe it. Mm-hmm. You have mm-hmm. to believe the rights for your own life, not what somebody else tells you. I love that. That's a quote of the day. You can't let other people's fears discourage you. I yeah. love it. I love yeah. it. For yeah. all you people that are watching this, remember those words, especially when you come coming to this, because it is so true. And especially like in this business where that's, people are like, uh, some people may have your best interest at heart when they right. do tell you that, you know, hey, right. you know, okay, yeah. be aware of what you're getting into. Right, exactly. Maybe you want to look at something else, <laughs> but oh. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, really. I, and you know, a, a lot of times our, how do I say our, our dreams are so big mm-hmm. that the other person listening to what you want to achieve in your life can't conceive of it. Mm-hmm. So they think it's impossible, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. because it's your dream, it is possible. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. For you, not yep. for that person. Yep. Yep. So and we true. really have to discern that we have to separate that we can't just, you know, take, you know, well, my, you know, my aunt, jo- my uncle George said that it's not going to happen. If he says it, then I, no, just erase that. It's your dream. You so got to follow it. You got to lay the path work. So true. Because again, an all female band was a brand new idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, and I'm getting ready to brand go into another, mm-hmm. you know, my, I don't know this yet, but I'm, mm-hmm. my life is getting ready to go into another path that people are not ready to accept. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I get through college, I, I get my degree, um, and I'm going to say there, there was, how do I put it, there was so much, um, almost didn't happen for, the, for me in that degree, mm-hmm. you know, like the teachers not believing, mm-hmm. my parents saying, you know, make sure you can, you got another kind of craft uh-huh. that you can, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. you know, there was so much of that. Mm-hmm. while I was through going through college that it took probably almost 10, nah, I don't know, yeah, five to 10 years where I believed, I knew without a doubt that I had achieved that degree mm. to the point where I had to put it out on my mantle to remind myself, yes, Cheryl, you did accomplish mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. You know, you may be mm-hmm. hitting a roadblock now, but don't feel like Oh, maybe I didn't do something oh. right in school. Maybe I didn't accomplish that degree. So mm. the degree had to stay there in my face to remind me, yes, you did it. And yes, you can move on to the next accomplishment in your life. Mm-hmm. I admit that. I, mm-hmm. I did fear that I hadn't, I had dreams like, oh man, I should have went to that class, you mm-hmm. know, but I did. I mean, it, it took me more than two years, but I still, I got that degree. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> Nothing else I wow. can mark AA degree. Right, right, right. <laughs> And that you stuck with it though too, because again, like you said, you know, you have a, other people's fears that can discourage you. Yeah. And in some cases, like your parents, they're only looking out for your best interest. Sure, sure. But you know, and 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 the numbers say, you know, well, let's look at reality. You know, the the successes are like here, and the unsuccessful are like up there. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. So, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. And thank goodness you stuck with it. Thank goodness you stuck with it. <laughs> well, thank awesome. you. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Um. As far as like when you're when you're playing guitar, was was practicing a, a problem for you for you? No, I, you I, I, you know, like I you, said, you I didn't have any siblings at home. I didn't have really any distractions, so I, I practiced a lot. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I, I even got into a couple of bands. Uh, I, I was in a band during high school that I really did learn a lot of the foundation of how to run a band at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and, 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 you know, just so happens, uh, it, I, it was a band that I was in with my, my high school sweetheart, uh-huh. <laughs> So you know, just lo- seeing how he put the band together and ran the rehearsals that gave me the basis for how to, w- the tools to use later in life, which again, mm-hmm. I didn't know at the time, but mm-hmm. it was going to come in handy later on. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had even, great. uh, ran into, uh, I went to an audition one time where, 
uh, they were looking for female musicians to have a female version of Earth, Wind and Fire. And that was, uh, that was, uh, th there were a couple of big name people who were behind that project. Uh, Patrice Russian was behind it and Skip Scarborough. If you remember him, he was a, you know, oh, yeah. a, yep. a famous yep. uh, uh, yep. For Earth, Wind, uh, Fire. arranger. Yep. Um, yep. And, uh, they were behind this project and they was like 11 women trying to put this, you know, horn section, rhythm section, vocals together. Uh -huh. And yeah, and I really forget this part because it's, it's kind of, kind of ties in the climax, but it doesn't. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but anyway, mm -hmm. you know, and I practiced with them. I mean, there was other bands. I think probably I was in three bands at one time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, now so this I, is before climax, it. right? Not yet. I ain't gotten climax yet. Okay, so it is before climax. Right, before okay, climax. Gotcha. So okay. you know, they were, in other words, they were backed by some pretty big names, and I mm -hmm. thought, okay, this is going to be, this is, this is it. This is what mm -hmm. I've been waiting for, right? Mm -hmm. So I happened to be at another rehearsal, uh, and um, at a place in Hollywood, and I'm actually gonna be in the backup band for some, an older singer guy, and these girls look in the window and see a girl playing guitar, right? Oh, mm -hmm. and, and again, I'm still working with this other all-female band mm -hmm. version, right? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and they just walk in and say, hey, you don't want to play with this band. You want to play with our band. We have an all-female band called Climax. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So, you know, now think now I've got this college degree. Right. I'm working with these professional people over there, you know, right. this with other band. Behind and them. these girls that look like a garage band come uh. in and say, you don't want to play with them. And I'm thinking, mm, <laughs> I don't know if I want to play with you, but, you know, mm. so they, you know, at that time, no cell phones. They gave me the number, you know, mm -hmm. so call us, you know, or, or actually what they said was, okay, we're going to have rehearsal tomorrow in the same room. So, mm -hmm. you know, come to our rehearsal and, you know, all of that, you know, like they're all mm -hmm. buzz and everything. And I'm already embarrassed because I'm in somebody else's rehearsal, right? Right, right. Now I, I just want to make I just want to make sure that we that, that I understand as well as, yeah. as as well as the audience before climax. Now you're talking about like this big 11, 12 piece band, yeah, all women, all all women, yeah, that's formed, yeah, with big names behind them, yeah, and big rehearsals and all that yeah. stuff to get you apart, right? Right. Okay. Okay. Right. And then climax comes along. Yeah. Like right. you, like you said, this little scrappy garage band. <laughs> Okay. okay, so we pause here and we say you can't always judge a book by its cover. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. So, so uh, they, you know, <laughs> the day of the rehearsal came and, you know, I'm thinking, oh, I can't, you know, I, I, I know they can't play. I'm not going, I didn't go. You I didn't, didn't go? go. Okay. I just, you know, all of my logic was like, I know, I know, I know they don't sound good. I, I can look at them and tell them. Uh-huh, uh-huh, right, right, right. <laughs> And that's why I was like, I know they can't play. <laughs> so so, so uh -huh. that was probably, I'm going to say that was a Wednesday. I don't know. For some reason, this is important. I'm not sure why. It was on a Wednesday. And mm. that Thursday, I felt so guilty about not going. I oh, mean, okay. the guilt just mm, should have mm. went, should have mm -hmm. went. Mm -hmm. You know, again, that whole divine intervention, that whole whatever you want to call it. I don't uh -huh. know, metaphysical vibration, blah, blah, because, you know, I'm into metaphysics. So, hey. <laughs> OK, OK. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, I, you know, again, there's no cell phones. I got this telephone number. I call and say, hey, you know, I really apologize. I didn't make your rehearsal last uh -huh. night. When's your next rehearsal? So uh -huh. they go, oh, tomorrow. I'm like, oh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, Get out uh -huh. of it, right? Right. Right. So they, you know, the day comes and for some reason, uh, my resistance, I got lost getting, <laughs> I had already wow. been to rehearsal place, wow. right? Uh -huh. But I just right. got, for some reason, I don't know, took a wrong turn. You know, from where I lived at the time, I couldn't take a freeway to Hollywood. Everything was on the street. Uh -huh. so I had to take the street. So that was kind of why, you know, I'm all of, and I raised my hand. I'm directionally challenged. <laughs> <laughs> And that's okay. That's all right. <laughs> so, uh -huh. um, so I get to the rehearsal, you know, and they're all happy and bubbly and everything. And I could tell by their instruments, it's like, oh, this is going to be tragic. Mm -hmm. So they're all excited to be each other, excited that I'm there. And they get their instruments and it's like, okay, mm -hmm. well, mm -hmm. 
okay, but right. <laughs> you know, right. remember, I've got this other thing going on, you know, this other all female band going on in my head, you know, right. like, and right. they have all the professionals, right? Like, you know, these girls are having fun because the other band, it was business only. Mm-hmm. You, know, you better mm-hmm. not take time to be chit chatting, business only. Mm-hmm. But you mm-hmm. know the climax thing—they're just bouncing all over the place and having fun, and you know it's sounding like a garage band. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> okay. Uh huh. Oh, so, the end of the rehearsal. I am embarrassed for them, but they don't know this, and I'm so embarrassed for them, I can't tell them I'm not going to come back. Oh. Okay. <laughs> oh, great rehearsal! So you know our next rehearsal, blah blah blah, and I'm like. Just I just I can't tell them they suck. <laughs> and I'm not gonna come back. Right, no. right, right, right. I just fell for. I mean, it's like they're having such a great time. I don't want to be the killjoy. Mm-hmm. So I mm-hmm. said, okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> so it was toward the end of the year. I don't know, November, December-ish. Uh-huh. And the reason why that's important is because this other all-female band was going on holiday break where we're going to pause for a holiday time and january we're going to get back and blah 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 blah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so at this point it's 1979 Mm -hmm. and so i realized okay if they're going on a holiday break i'll be able to have time to rehearse with climax right Mm -hmm. so you know the universe kind of said okay we're going to kind of right right okay Uh (laughs) uh-huh um we're rehearsing and, you know, of course I've got these musical skills and I'm showing them how to, you know, play songs because I'm thinking I'm right now charts, right? And I'm mm-hmm. giving everybody their parts and I I'm give them their this. parts and they start looking at it and I realize, oh, they can't read. <laughs> Again, I'm embarrassed right. for them. So I can't say, you guys can't read. Uh-huh. You know, I'm not going to say that. So I'm like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. well, you know, maybe I wrote it wrong. Let me show you what I wrote. Oh my gosh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they mm-hmm. were like, oh yeah, okay, yeah. How do you, now how are you, you know, like that whole thing? You know, everybody's trying not to show that they don't know things, right? Right, right. <laughs> mm-hmm. And 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 they're okay with this. They're they're like, you know, hey, you know, they didn't look at you as like, you know, she she thinks she's all that or whatever. Yeah. I mean, they're they're willing to like, we're gonna take lessons from this one. Right, you know? exactly. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. okay. So uh oh my gosh, is your time okay? I'm I'm hoping No, no, please <laughs> okay. go, go. This yeah. is you. <laughs> So then, um, you know, I chose them. I mean, there's songs on the radio like Ladies Night, uh, mm-hmm. I'm a Woman by Rufus. So we're at learning those kind of songs. And at the mm-hmm. time, I'm the lead vocalist. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Because I think there's only like, I don't know, five of us or something like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, the mm-hmm. picture that people see now, there's only two of us that are on there that were at the in the band. From the at the very that beginning. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So, um, you know, we, 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 you know, of course now we want to start gigging, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we got an all female band. We got uh-huh. some songs, you know, uh-huh. mm-hmm. so they start having, they, well, they always had talent night at different clubs, you know? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So we decided to go to a talent night in one of the clubs in LA. I, I wish I could think, I want to say the Hobart club. If, it, if people from LA. <laughs> okay. Boy, did you go back? <laughs> what? Remember, this is early 80s now. Right. Uh-huh. Come on I now. I know, I know, I know. Like I said, Secret Agent Man, we're going back. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, you know, uh-huh. I'm only 30 anyway. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh huh. <laughs> so, um, so we get to the club and, and we, you know, we, we you know, we tell the, the club owner, you know, we want to do talent night. And he's mm-hmm. like, well, what do you do? Because of course he's looking at us. You're like, well, right, what do you do? Right. He's like, well, we're an all-female band. He's like, mm, nah, right, of course. Oh. Right. So right. He, we 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 don't bring our instruments because we're thinking we can use the house band's instruments. You know, we're not gonna lug drums and everything. Mm-hmm. You know, let's mm-hmm. just talk to the band, see if you know. So the club owner, you know, talks to the band leader. He's like, I don't want them touching my instruments, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. So the club owner, ah, man, here we go. Let him have a chance so we can have a good laugh. <laughs> ooh, ooh. <laughs> and he didn't say, did he say all this in front of you? Of course. Oh. Mm-hmm. Of course. Man, man. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to say it. I'm put this word in parentheses, that whole male chauvinism thing. Come mm-hmm. on, it's going to be a good 
cap. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they let us use the instruments. All we don't, need is- Don't worry, girls. We'll show them. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, you know, all we need is the bass amp, guitar amp, and the drums. Mm-hmm. We don't have keyboards by then, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And we had, I think one of the girls was playing kungas at the time, so she brought her own. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So we start playing. And I, I don't know, it, it was probably ladies' night. And all of a sudden, they, they hear the sound, right? It's like, oh, they can uh, really oh. play. Uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> oh, my God, they can really play. <laughs> we probably did about four songs. I don't know. I mean, they kept letting us play. You know, and they were shocked. And the people in the club were like, oh, wow. <laughs> and look, all of them, look, look, all women, all women. Uh-huh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, of course, they, you know, give us all kinds of accolades and everything after that. But that gave us the shot of encouragement to continue mm. on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we didn't have a lot of gigs. You know, we, we didn't. You know, people still just weren't resonating with an all-female band. We just mm-hmm. didn't. Mm-hmm. So at the, at the time <clears throat> of these rehearsals and everything, I'm also working at a bank, I'm, you know, proof operator for those oh. who know what that is oh 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 okay you mean you had a real job i had a real job i was living at my parents house i had to pay rent <laughs> right <laughs> uh-huh oh uh, and let me put in this little insert here okay and i've never moved away from home i'm still living at home even uh. though my parents aren't around I'm... Mm-hmm. okay all right uh-huh. I've only had three addresses in my lifetime and all of them were with my parents. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> oh, but anyway, um, uh-huh. so, you know, I got this job at a bank. Mm-hmm. I won't say the name of the bank. Okay. <laughs> Is the bank still around? Huh? Is it still around? Of course. Yeah. I'm still a customer too. <laughs> oh, okay. So it's, a, so it's a big name bank then. A big bank. Okay. All right. So, um, you know, I had this job at, at, at the bank and I'm telling my supervisor about this all-female band. I mean, oh, I got this all-female band. She's an all-female band. Well, you know, if you give me a picture and a demo tape, I'll give it to my uncle. His name is Johnny Pate. He's a producer for People Bryson and Minnie Ripperton. So I'll just give it to him and see if he can do anything for you. Just so happens. Just so happens. You talk about the stars lining up for you. I mean, throughout right. your career. Wow. My life has been, yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because again, as I said, I knew that I knew that I knew that I knew mm-hmm, I was mm-hmm. going to make it in music some kind of way. Mm-hmm, and I mm-hmm. kept looking for, wait a minute, I would be on the bus going to school looking for the 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 the, uh, with the talent scouts to come on the bus and say, oh, hey, uh-huh. Sharon, come on. Uh-huh, uh-huh, that was just uh-huh. what I, I just had that in my right. head. Right. So, uh, so I go back to the band. I said, Hey, you know, uh, because Cheryl Cooley was telling them, this is, this is what we're supposed to do. Put a band together, go out and get a contract and be a star. That was just it. That's all I knew. Right. Right. So I told the band, you know, you're so funny. It's that simple. (laughs) That's what my mentality was. Right. Right. (laughs) Right. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know, we, uh, you know, we have to go into the studio and then back then, you know, (sighs) To go to a studio as a, a, a garage band or a club mm-hmm. band or cover man, I mean, I'm mm-hmm. sorry, cover mm-hmm. band, mm-hmm. you know, it's not like it's a, like the digital studios now or mm-hmm. a real studio. We really had to go to somebody's garage mm-hmm. who had a multi-track unit. Right, right. So just so happened, you know, the, the drummer knew a guy who had an eight-track studio. And I don't mean eight tracks, like the little square thing. I, I, oh, I remember. I know. Eight I know. Yep. Tracks. Eight separate tracks. Right. Which, which oh. back then, that was a lot. Right, exactly. <laughs> well, now remember, back backtrack, mm-hmm. I had been hanging out with Hubert, mm-hmm. Mongo Santa Maria, the Jazz Crusaders. You know, I had been hanging out with those kind of people. Yeah. So going to the studio was not like, oh my God, I don't know how to go to st-. I have witnessed this. I have mm-hmm. witnessed what's supposed to happen mm-hmm. in the studio. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> I mean, and, and just a sidebar here, I had even met Ray Parker at the time. And Ray Parker said one statement that changed my playing style forever. And he said, you know, we were playing guitar or whatever. You know, Ray Parker, he was on everything, right? Everything. Right. Everything. And yep. so, you know, to validate my playing, he said, you know, it's not what you're playing. It's how you're playing it. Mm. So then that just changed everything. So instead of one note, like, ding, ding, it was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So anyway, back mm-hmm. to the story. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, just things like that kind of lined up for me. Now, as far as Ray Parker was, were you both there with your guitars playing, or was it? Yeah, was it just uh, he something invited that he... me over to his house, and he had his guitar, and I had my. I mean, I probably went over there, you know, two or three times. You know, okay. he was right over there in the Hollywood Hills somewhere at the time. Okay. So did he show you what he was talking about? Yeah, or... he really okay. did. He would actually show me what he was, you know, you know, mm. and and uh, you know, he wrote the song uh, that Rufus did. Uh, 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 and I can think of it, but anyway, you got the love. Um, you got the know, love. And he actually showed me how he played in the studio. And that guitar line, day, huh? That guitar line, yeah. And to this day, I can still play it the same way. It is now. Do I have the song right? It is. Is it You Got the Love? Is it that one? Yes. 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 Uh-huh. Oh my god, and you, uh, you can play that. Wait, 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 wait. Uh oh, uh oh. <laughs> kind of like i mean that's the kind of like you you take that and run with it right right i mean because <laughs> listening to it on the radio is like what, what? Huh, what? So, right you know, he, he taught me how to play that he taught me uh what is that uh mid- midnight uh, at midnight? midnight special Listen, oh, midnight. oh okay okay look at it. i love it i love this oh wait wait uh-huh. uh midnight special okay i love the passion that you you still man that you still have it i mean you're still so uh so so i knew what it was to be in the studio like kind Mm -hmm. of the dynamics and what to do and all that so we went into the studio and uh you know we laid the the drums the bass the guitar you know and of course they've never experienced this so it's like wow you you know and by this time we were at seven people we had a lead vocalist a keyboard player. Mm-hmm. We had two guitars. Okay. Bass and drums. Okay. And I guess I said keyboards. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. So you had one one keyboard or two? One one keyboard. One, one keyboard. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So, but we had two guitars because you know at that time that's the sound. Nineteen eighty, right. we had the right. two guitars. Right. The rhythm and the lead. Kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> we put together this demo tape, you know, with like about three songs or something, and one of the songs that we recorded was never underestimate the power of a woman. Wow. <laughs> wow. 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 And and how many people are like looking at you like, oh my God. <laughs> right? So you know, okay, uh-huh. so look, so because I wrote the music to it, so it's uh-huh. like uh uh mm-hmm. uh it's we can I can barely hear it. Can you? There it is. There it is. There yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. So yeah. Wow. So wow. that that and two other songs that we wrote. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So um we put this demo tape together. We got a picture, a promo picture taken of all of us. And uh then the bio. You gotta have a bio. Bio oh picture gosh. tape. Right. You, <laughs> you, got, know you, gotta, you gotta have a bio. Oh my gosh. Yep, yep. The fun part, the bio. Oh. <laughs> and, and it's funny because the, that 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 original bio, they had a screenshot on the show Unsung. What? Yeah, I kept it. I, I kept all that stuff. Uh-huh. So that original bio that we sent out to you know different record companies and stuff, they they took a screenshot of that. Uh-huh. Un- <laughs> so, unsung. Okay. Uh that and I think a a a a page of, of the rules and regulations for the band, because you know we had <laughs> What? You're full on business. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So I gave her the package. She took it to, to Johnny Pate, and he didn't like it. 
what? <laughs> what? So he had a meeting with us, right? And so he said, you know, I know you guys have a good idea, but maybe you should go back to the studio and, and do a little better. You know, but wow. to us, we had done our best. You know, what right. is it about right. doing better? We, we, uh -huh. Right. So wow. now, you know, again, when one door closes, that doesn't mean another door won't open. Right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so he happened to be having lunch with a lady by the name of Margaret Nash, who uh -huh. was one of the vice presidents of Solar Records. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he said, you know, he's like, uh, you know, I, this is all girl band and I got their demo package, but you know, it's really nothing I can do for me. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't think you're out of it. Maybe uh -huh. you can do something. She said, oh, female uh -huh. band. Oh my God, right. let me hear them. Right, right. She took the package. I, you know, I'm sure she listened to it or whatever. Then she calls me at that job, uh -huh. <laughs> at that bank job. She calls me. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> and uh -huh. she says, hey, I just heard your demo tape, and I really want to come to one of your rehearsals and check you guys out. Remember, Cheryl mm. Cooley is waiting for everybody to fall into her script, so mm -hmm. I'm not shocked. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow, <laughs> wow. And I like that. I'm not shocked. Right. <laughs> I'm not shocked. Uh -huh, uh -huh. So I tell her, you know, okay, we're having rehearsal. I don't know, whatever, we're probably going to be the next day. You know, here's the address, blah, 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 blah. So she shows up. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. She shows up. And, I, and, and, and uh, one of the guys from Lakeside, he reminded me that he was there also. At, at, at that same not, meeting? No, 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 he didn't come to the first one. No, I'm okay, sorry. Okay. There were two visits. Okay. First time she came by herself. Uh -huh. And so she was, she heard us and she was all smiles the whole time because she could see the vision. Uh -huh. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Whatever we sounded like, garage band, upset band, whatever, she saw the potential. Mm -hmm. She saw the lead vocals. She saw the harmony. She saw the musicianship. She saw the determination. Mm -hmm. She saw the vision. Mm -hmm. So she went back to the record company, Solar Records, and told the, the president of the company, Dick Griffey, Dick Griffey, I think I have a new act for us. Come and check them out. Mm -hmm. So what I didn't know at the time is that... <clears throat> They were trying to find a, a, a new act to uh, for a couple of guys in Lakeside uh, mm -hmm. uh, to to produce. You know, a, mm -hmm. here's a production you know deal, or here's a production uh, project to try out mm -hmm. uh, with mm -hmm. Otis Stokes and Stephen Shockley. And Steve Shockley, uh -huh. yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, Otis reminded me that he came to that second time that Margaret came, which I didn't remember. I uh -huh. apologize, uh -huh. sir. <laughs> he said he came, but you know, uh -huh. it was Margaret, it was Dick, and then it was Otis. Mm -hmm. And they came to that rehearsal and they were all, well, maybe not Dick Griffey, but you know, <laughs> Otis and Margaret were all smiles because you know, uh -huh. Dick, he uh -huh. was kind of yeah, he was very he low key. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But which which most of those people in that position usually are. Well, I can't show them my, all my. I, I can't. Gotta be, sure. I got to be down here. You know. Sure. sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, again, I got a little sidebar about Dick Griffey because mm -hmm. the 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 universe showing me again. It was about a, a year before I was driving to my bank job. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Going north on Highland Highland Avenue uh -huh, uh -huh, or Hollywood, uh -huh. mm -hmm. and I was playing some song on the radio, and I'm all into uh -huh. it, right? Uh -huh. So this this guy in a Mercedes drives up next to me, and he's looking at me, enjoying the song, and so he we keep stopping at the same stoplight, right? Mm -hmm. So he mm -hmm. says, "Are oh, you really enjoying that music?" And you know, it could have been a solo artist. I don't even remember. Uh -huh, uh -huh, <laughs> but uh -huh. he said. You really enjoying that music, aren't you? I'm like, yeah. He said, well, pull over. Let me talk to you. And so wow. I pulled over and he said, uh, well, hello, my name is Dick Griffey and I'm the president of Solar Records. I said, oh, well, I'm a guitar player. <laughs> you know, in my mind, I'm thinking I'm looking for a record deal. Uh -huh, uh -huh. <laughs> and so uh -huh. he gives me his card. You know, I remember now, this is like a year before all this other stuff happened, right? Oh, so wow. he gives okay. me his card. I'm, you know, all excited because I'm thinking he's going to call me again. I'm thinking right. he's going to call me right. saying, here's your record. Right, right, right. right. He's going to call. Right. Uh. <laughs> and, you know, it took him a long time to call one time. And I actually did call and whoever answered the phone was not impressed that I called for Dick Griffey and told me he was not, he was not available. Click. <laughs> they were not impressed. Okay. The gatekeeper. Uh -huh. Okay. Fast forward. Okay. So, uh -huh. you know, 
I see Dick Griffey and I was like, hey, do you remember mm-hmm. that time that we, you know, we mm-hmm. stopped and talked on island? Mm-hmm. Actually, mm-hmm. he said he remembered. And I he believe did. him because he was pretty good at remembering things. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, and uh-huh. who knows, that could have been the key to why he continued on right. his interest with right. climate. But mm-hmm. I, I reminded him, I reminded him, excuse me, I reminded him of that meeting and he said he remembered. Mm, mm, I'm mm. telling you, once Margaret and and Dick Griffey and and Otis came to that rehearsal, we were signed within three to four months. Wow. That fast. Wow. Fast track. Right. 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 We were never a band that did the club circuit because things happened too fast. (laughs) Uh, mm, Okay. You know, know once once we got into the Solar family. All of the, I have to say, all of the artists, all of the staff, they started to, you know, really encompass us and congregate with us and started to groom us to be the professional entertainers. Mm -hmm. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's the one thing about Solo that I remember. It was really a family. It wasn't a large company, Mm -hmm. but it was to pay attention to all of the artists. You Mm -hmm. know, they had artists Mm -hmm. like The Whispers, Shalimar. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. The the deal. Yep. They came after us, but Lakeside, Lakeside uh, yep. Dynasty. Yep. I know I'm major acts about. over there for this for a small company. They had major, major, yeah. major acts. Yeah. You know. So yeah, they all they always had a hit on the radio. They, did. they always they had sure some did. artist, some song on the radio. All the I remember time. it well. I remember it well. Look at looking oh, back and nice star. They even had Midnight Star. I mean, right. they, they had did. a lot of great artists on that they label. Did. They did. During yeah. that time that you're working with what would what would become or no already is climax. During that time that you're working with him, did you ever look back at like that other band and say, hmm? Oh, or you, I gotta come, were, okay, I gotta come back to that. So okay. <laughs> like I said, they were on Christmas break, right? Okay. Uh-huh. And then when it was time for them to start back up in January-ish, mm-hmm. uh, you know, of course I got a call and they said, you know, well, the rehearsal is gonna be so and so and so and so, but I had gotten so enamored with climax. Mm-hmm. At that time in my life, I had really come into a fork in the road. Mm. Are you going to go with something that you see has a backing? Or are you going to go with something that you're kind of enjoying doing? Ah. You know, and we come to those kind of crossroads we all do. the time. We do. And it's a, it really is a crapshoot. A mm, it is. You never know. Mm. You never mm. know which way to go. But mm. I was really enjoying playing with Climax, even mm-hmm. though, you know, they didn't have the skills and the connection. Mm-hmm. And this other band, you know, they would have been very, I'm going to say corporate because everything mm-hmm. would have been scripted. Mm-hmm. Boom, mm-hmm. boom, 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 mm-hmm. boom. And they that's even, a fine, very fine line between the two. Very. Yes. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I mean, they even had, uh, I, I don't know what you call it. It, it. It's a political word. I can't think of it, but, but like a, a, a structure where they had core members mm-hmm. whatever some mm-hmm. other kind of members and then side members so they had mm-hmm. this whole mm-hmm. monarchy i don't know what to Had call it business ready to go uh-huh. yeah yeah mm-hmm. so they called me it's like you know and so i really had to make a decision to stay or not stay now what i will say when they initially called me i said oh, okay but in my my heart i was like mm. Mm. So, you know, I, I, you know, talked to one of the girls in Climax and, you know, of course she was not happy. She's like, well, you sure. better make a decision. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And you're literally like right there at the door. I mean, you're like, go in this door, go in yeah. that one, you know? Yeah. And this one is like, hey. Yeah. But, you know, again, this is before Solar Records popped in. This is like, we haven't even done that uh, talent night show yet. Mm, Everything mm, okay. is brand gotcha. new. Understood. Everything okay. brand new, mm-hmm. but the the vibration—I don't even the the emotion, the vibration, mm. the 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 love, the whatever mm-hmm. that is—wasn't mm-hmm. there at that corporate. Ah, the passion. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it wasn't mm-hmm. there. It was business mm-hmm. as usual. Right. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and it really—I was really torn to go with a band that, you know, my fear was I was going to turn on the radio and hear this all-female Earth, Wind & Fire band, and I could have been there. Uh-huh. I'm going to yep. admit it. I, mm-hmm. I was in fear of that. Oh, yeah. But I had this, you know, these girls at me like, ah, da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. and 
I knew they weren't going to survive without me. Mm. Mm. And I think that's really why I kept going with them because again, remember when I said I could, I, I just didn't have the heart to tell them, no, I'm not going <laughs> to. I was caring about them, but they wouldn't survive. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So mm-hmm. I took a chance and I stayed on the climax side. And mm-hmm. sure enough, for whatever happened in that break, that other band, they never took off. Wow. I don't even know if they ever had another rehearsal. I don't know what happened. I never heard from them again. Wow. wow. Now, do you know, do you, do you remember individuals in that band to know if they had individually done anything? Okay. Okay. I think what, one time one of the keyboard players uh, later, later in years said, oh, you know, I was in that band when you guys, you know, when we were blah, 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 blah. And uh-huh. I, 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 it wasn't there. It wasn't right. there. Oh, I didn't okay. remember her. She remembered okay. me, but I didn't mm-hmm. remember her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I never, yeah, I never, I mean, I think years later, one of the guys that was kind of helping us with the music, you know, he said, hey, you know, I see you're in Climax. Congratulations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and then he didn't really say much about what happened with the other other band but mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. it just you know it was a chapter in my life it was closed right. never to be seen again right 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 so uh, um it was a gamble right right and yeah. boy boy yeah. okay yeah. and and you knew which way to go <laughs> uh, you know I, but i'm gonna say cheryl maybe didn't know which way to go mm-hmm. but there was some other powers that really kind of pushed gotcha. me. Okay. I, I have to credit it to that because mm-hmm. from my understanding i wasn't making the right decision but mm-hmm. something just kept saying no Mm-hmm. Stay over here with climax. And don't mm-hmm. look right now, but just stay mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Just hang some kind of in, some kind of divine intervention. I have gotcha. to give it to that. You know. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, uh, you know, w- once we signed with uh, Solar, it it was a few months before we were before the contract was actually enacted, mm-hmm. because we signed, you know, April Mayish, and the contract didn't go into effect until January. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we had all that time to rehearse and you know have them you know really groom our our sound. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that by the time January come, we we were going, you know, January 81, we were going into the studio to record this song, Never Underestimate the Power of a Woman, mm-hmm. you know, with mm-hmm. all the professional things mm-hmm. and, you know, mm-hmm. techniques that needed to happen for the record to be on the radio. Mm-hmm. Now, the person that turned you down is, is uh, on this, have you heard back from him after the song comes out and does does its thing? After the song comes out and it's it's huge now. Oh, oh, Johnny, so, no. Uh-uh. Yeah, As a matter nothing. of fact, I I looked him up on Google some years ago, and he was uh, still alive at ninety three. Okay, okay. Uh, what we always we always thanked him. All of our albums for our album credits. We always thanked. I'm sure he knew. We and I'm sure Margaret probably went back and told him. Yeah, we signed that group and they're working out. I'm sure he knew. Mm-hmm. But uh, I I didn't have any communication with him other than when I first told him that we you know, had met up with Margaret, Margaret, and I asked him, was there some sort of finder's fee that he was supposed to get? Because mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. didn't know, you mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm. And so he said, oh, no, you know, if it works out for you, that's great. And that really taught me, you know, when you're at a certain level, a professional level, a, 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 a confidence level, I, whatever you want to call it, you know, that whole thing of, well, you got to help me because I helped, it, it's not even there. It's like, Thank I help the next person the next person will help me, you know, mm-hmm. or they'll mm-hmm. go on to do other great things and life goes mm-hmm. on happily ever after. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that was the one thing that I really took from him, not even, you know, wanting any kind of recognition. Cause it was me that always put his name on the album, make mm-hmm. sure his name was mm-hmm. on. He didn't ask wow. for that or anything that like that. you even thought of that. Wow, how yeah. gracious. I mean, that, yeah. wow, that's awesome. Yeah. So, so, so you, your climax, climax is successful down to this day, right? Yeah. Um, what do you think um, of the music industry as you know now, as compared to the way it was when you when you guys were like really uh, hitting? Yeah. What, what are your thoughts on that? And, and of course, all this is like, you know, we're we're in the COVID days now. So, but pre-COVID, when everything kind of came to a stop. <laughs> well, you know, I have to go back to uh, I, and I always say this. You know, our good friend, Mr. Bill Clinton. Mm. <laughs> Okay. You know, I'm saying that really sarcastically, right? I, I know, I know. I hear you. you. Know, when he signed that bill to deregulate the entertain the entertainment industry, mm-hmm. it was a done deal. Mm. Things were never going to be the same. Mm. 
you know, the record companies, the gatekeepers, as I call them, mm -hmm. you know, they no longer had power because it was deregulated. Anybody could right. do anything at that point, you know, mm -hmm. then the digital age came in. And boy, and and boy didn't they. <laughs> yeah. When, mm -hmm. Once you could distribute your own music, it, it was a done deal. It was, mm -hmm. it was, you know, I always, I always credit the record companies for being the gatekeepers. They were the ones that kind of filtered what good music That's was going to be on the radio. That's very true. Very true. Very true. And so one, uh, once, once it was deregulated, there was there was no checks and balances anymore. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That was you know that was it. So, <laughs> and you 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 see it. I mean you to you totally see it. I still it's funny. I st I still get the Billboard magazines or whatever. Oh you and do. I mean, that's, uh -huh. Oh yeah, and that's all like, it's it's not what it was then. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, the 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 product, even the magazine. I mean all the different charts and all that stuff. I'm like, oh yeah. okay, all right, enough. But the, okay, but see, there's another part of it too. Remember now, they took music out of the schools, and a lot of people don't get me started. I know, but a lot of people that was the only way they learned how to play music. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. You that know, so that, hurt my heart. I mean, when they were talking yeah. that, and you know, uh, um, I remember my daughter had gone to a high school football band, and this was not too long after that. You know, after they you know took took out of school, she's like, "What was strange about that was that there was no marching band." Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah. and I, I didn't, I hadn't even thought about that until she told me that. I'm like, I can't even imagine that. I can't yeah. even imagine that. I now. mean, either. So, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so, you know, once they took that out and, you know, because not every parent can pay for private lessons, you mm -hmm. know, so when they stopped learning how to play instruments and again, why should a lot of what the kids say, why should I take lessons for years and years and years when I can buy a computer and just push buttons? Mm -hmm. so, and you see, you see the result. How many, yeah. and you, there, there's a lot of solo artists now, nothing against solo artists, so don't get me wrong, you know, as far as vocals and, and all that stuff, but where are the bands? There, there are very few bands out there now that are, that are, that are bands. Yeah. You know? Well, and I mean, so, I always say the, the last R&B live band there was was Mint Condition. Mm. <laughs> that another was it. thing, don't, another one, don't get me started. <laughs> Huge. Once thing. the 90s came in, it mm -hmm. was gone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like I, I, I even talk about like the, the, the TV shows that are on and they're, you know, mostly the highlight vocalists. And again, nothing against that, but why can't, can we highlight instrumentalists, you know, highlight the people that actually play? Can we have like those kind of shows, a band kind of a show, you know, but. Well, they, they, they don't know how to play instruments anymore. They, they, they didn't have the, the, the avenue at school to learn. Their mm -hmm. parents aren't going to give them private lessons. Mm -hmm. And then it costs money. I mean, it costs mm -hmm. money to get an it instrument. Does. You know, yep. if you can't yep. get it from the school to rent it or whatever, loan it, then a parent's not going to go out and spend, you know, uh, right. almost a thousand dollars. Into the thousands of dollars. You're right. You're absolutely right. You're you know, so right. unfortunately, and, and I don't want to, I hate to put a culture or race on it, but when, when I look at black music, when I look at, at, you know, these young black people that don't know how to play an instrument, when I go to guitar center and I'm the only, the only black and the only, you know, it's like, what happened? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, you know, so mm -hmm. then people complain about, yeah, you know, there's no good music out of there. Well, yeah, well, thank you, your great government for taking all of that away. And mm -hmm, you don't even realize. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, um, mm -hmm. As, as, as far as artists that are coming up now, um, uh, uh, do you have any advice for those that are up, up and coming? And especially now with, 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 with a person such as yourself, um, the women in the business now, um, what, what is your thought as, as far as that? Well, you know, we, we all have some sort of talent. I mm -hmm. mean, Mm -hmm. somewhere in our psyche, there's a mm -hmm. talent, even if it's paint rocks. If you have a passion and you have a talent, go for it. No matter mm -hmm. what anybody says around you, you know, uh, learn your craft, learn your, you know, the, the, the ins and outs of how to make your craft better. Mm -hmm. You know, if you want to be a vocalist, get online and, and take some of those vocal lessons. You mm -hmm. know I mean? Mm -hmm. We, we kid about having the, uh, the machine that can put you in tune, but you know, when you go sing live at Aunt Carol's wedding, <laughs> you can't stay in tune you're gonna be talked about really and, bad and and and, and and in the days of this <laughs> and before you're done it's on youtube before yeah. you're done <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, so. you know, I mean, the quality of entertainment and music is just, you know, not like it used to be, you know, mm-hmm. and probably never will be of that because it costs money. Isn't that sad? Uh, but it could be. I, I'm an optimist, and I mm-hmm. think something will you happen are. to make it popular again. That's what mm-hmm. it has to be popular again. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And of course, we all don't know what it's going to be like after this whole pandemic is over, because, mm-hmm. you know, there are many artists out there that that was their bread and butter. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. doing the gigs, uh, the the people behind the stage, the um, the uh, sound people, the people that mm-hmm. set up, you know, all of that was their bread and butter to get out there and do those live shows. So right. it'll be interesting to see how it all works itself out. Mm-hmm. I'm again, I'm optimistic. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love it. I love it too. And you can see that throughout this interview. I mean, both your 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 optimism and your passion. I, I love it. I love it. This has truly, truly been a joy, truly been a joy. I'm going to go back to a thing and I'm going to end it on this. I'm going to go back to what you said in the beginning. You can't let other people's uh, fear discourage you. Yeah. I don't know if that came from you or from somebody else, but oh, yeah. let that be the know, lesson well, for today. The way I say is you can't let somebody else's fears be your fears. Ah, you mm-hmm. can't let somebody mm-hmm. else's fear be your fear. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you got enough on your own. Don't take on <laughs> That that's a word to me. I'll take that one personally. <laughs> I I got enough problems. I don't need this other stuff. You know, I got enough. I got enough of a party in my head. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there it is, yeah. Cheryl Cooley, leader of Climax. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for doing this. Really appreciate it. And um, as far as like what you guys, as far as what you're doing now and what you're doing in the future, where can we find out what's what's. Oh, yeah. Climax.com. You can find everything about me on Climax.com. Please, you know, all of our social media is there. That was perfect. I like that. (laughs) I love it. That was perfect. That was perfect. (laughs) Sign up for the newsletter. Uh, We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, Please just Mm -hmm. go to the website, Climax.com, K-L-Y-M-A-X-X, and just check it out. You'll see all those links there. Uh, we have our calendar there. We have mm-hmm. t-shirts and merchandise there. Please, 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 please go to the website. Check it out. Click buy. All of that great stuff. I mean, support us, please. I uh, love it. You know, if you come to one of our concerts and you see me and, and you heard this this interview, come on, tell me. Oh, I heard you on, <laughs> you know, come on, tell me where, where, where you see me at or where right. you heard the band, you know, please. A- absolutely. You know, I, absolutely. People can email me anytime. Go to the website. Then my email address is right there. Mm-hmm. I interact with the fans, you know. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. Like I said, I, I, I so love your passion. Oh, oh, my gosh. I mean, that that made my day. I, re, I really I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Um, continued success to you. Continued success to the ladies. And please keep in touch. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> okay, I got you locked in. Oh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Cheryl Cooley of Climax, thank you for being on the playground with me where the players play. And she indeed played, Joss. Y'all heard her. You heard her. (laughs) Thank you again, Cheryl. You're welcome. All right. You take care now. Thank you.